Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they gonna get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage expectations. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 366. I'm Marquis Mike. Ready to go. Back to back weeks here. Yeah, bonus episode. Bonus. I mean, you know, it'll just be in our numbers, but you know, yeah, we're, we're giving you an episode yeah. a week later. Out of We're going away from the theme for uh, an emergency episode, maybe. Yeah, I think this is the way we have to do it <laughs> when there are movies and theaters that we have to do. Yeah. I think through pandemic, we kind of, you know, we would do, um, what did we do? We did John Wick, right? We did that right away. We'll do a Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, we do, we'll do a Sicario Day of Soldado. But I think when those pop up, I don't think we try to force them in the theme. I think we just say, emergency pod, this movie's in theaters, let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and we had to do it this week. But before we get into that, what else have you been watching in the... Seven days since last time we spoke. Well, I'm having trouble connecting to my uh, list here, but I'm going to go from memory. Okay. I, not a ton, so I should be able to do this. Mm-hmm. I watched Hangover Part 3. Yeah. Going to Vegas next week, trying to get in the mood for Vegas. Hadn't seen Hangover Part 3. All right, let's check it out. It takes place in, there's some Vegas time in it. I've never seen this movie. Is it good? It's better than... Do you want to do a mini Guide to Sequel Remix? Sure. Did we need it? No. Okay. It's better than two. two. It recaptures some of the spirit of one. Um, Zach Galifianakis is being Zach Galifianakis. Um, He's quite funny in it, actually. Alan's character is quite funny in it. Uh, But, no, we didn't need it. Um... If you're interested, watch it. If not, don't watch it. Yeah, I, I think I think when these movies are coming out, I I dislike two so much. I don't remember when our when we did the movie for the show. I think I also did not like it again. I don't think, and I just never saw three. Well, when we did it for the show, I think I I think both of us may have said two was really bad, but you kind of want to see what they did with yes. three. I remember us both saying that at the end, like. Watching it through the lens of this format, saying, "I kind of want to see a three. Yeah. Like, I want to see how he correct, maybe, maybe how Todd Phillips corrects the error of his way." I think maybe I read some trivia that uh, this just was not a success uh, for them. I mean, financially it was, but right, yeah. Uh, so moving on, I'm gonna take Mike's advice: watch it or don't. <laughs> watch it or don't. I watched a movie. I don't remember the year it's from because my. Yeah. My phone is being kind of an asshole. Oh. Um, we'll get you on the uh, Wi-Fi one of these days. Dustin Hoffman, Marathon okay. Man. All right. I had never seen Marathon Man. 1976's Marathon Man. 1976 Marathon Man. Uh, it's not good. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know what was going on with it. I don't think it was that great. I, I thought it was going to be like a masterpiece. Uh-huh. I feel like I've heard of it before. Sure. It was like, it's like, oh, you got to see Marathon Man. 
I don't know. I think it's totally skippable. Not one of Hoffman's best. Mm-hmm. It starts kind of intriguing, but falls flat pretty quick. Roy Schneider's in it. Mm. He's excellent, as usual. Underrated actor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, watch it or don't. What's a better movie, Marathon Man or uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Running Man? Running Man. Running Man? I would go Running okay. Man over Marathon Man. Marathon Man or Brittany Runs a Marathon? Brittany Runs a Marathon. Okay. Yeah, right. that's a good movie. Yeah. That's all I got from Marathon and uh, Marathon Man or Cool Runnings. Uh, cool Runnings. All right, Marathon Man not getting a big endorsement from Mike. Yeah, it's got a it's got a a little intrigue to it uh-huh. which which Is it sci-fi? No, it is it's more of a um, I think it was getting mixed up with like Logan's Run. It's not really a heist movie. It's it's kind of a a crime thriller. It involves the diamond trade and okay. um, ex-Nazi war criminals hiding. Oh, sure. So there's some cool like intrigue there, mm-hmm. but it it falls real flat. It just falls real flat. And and the marathon really never comes into it. You think mm. it's going to, but it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, Dustin Soffman's character is training for a marathon. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's a literal marathon. Yeah. Yeah. But... The whole marathon thing really doesn't come into play whatsoever. It's right. kind of disappointing. I thought we would like out marathon a bad guy or something. He mm. doesn't. What's better, Marathon Man or Patriot's Day, the Peter Berg, Mark Wahlberg movie about the Boston Marathon? Patriot's Day. Okay. I've actually been. It's good. Day. That one's good? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like those Peter Berg, Mark Wahlberg movies. They're good. Except for Lone Survivor. I need to. I would like to revisit Lone Survivor. Yeah. I don't think it was a bad um, movie. I just, I just thought it was silly. There's just so much rolling down hills yeah. in Lone Survivor. Like they just don't quit rolling down hills. I, I haven't think, seen Deepwater Horizon yet. You know, call, call me uh, hot take already. I think I would have liked Lone Survivor if. Um, gosh, she was my mind going by. Who, who's the actor? Actor we like. Uh, that was in that the um, Taylor Kitsch. No, Riggins? I do love him. No, uh, yeah, what, it's gonna bother me. Uh, the guy from um, is he on the poster for Hell or High Water? Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Low Survivor. Ben Foster in the Mark Wahlberg role. I think it's a better movie. Yeah, I, I think. I just think I found Wahlberg silly in that movie. He just keeps rolling down hills, he, and he does roll down a hill quite a bit. Uh, speaking of Ben Foster, yeah. I watched a brand new release. Oh, on Netflix. Okay. The star is actually Adam Sandler. Oh. I watched Hustle. Okay. Hustle's good. Hustle is a good movie. Hustle's good. Hustle's a good movie. It's a basketball movie. It's a on, sports movie. On the, on the Adam Sandler um, spectrum of Little Nicky to um, Uncut Gems, is this Silly Sandler? Or is, it, or is this a little more serious Sandler? It's serious Sandler. This is serious Sandler. Yeah, okay. Th- this is... Um, com- over on the the uncut gem side, way on okay, way on the uncut okay. gem side. I've not I've, as chaotic, yeah. not as chaotic, but yeah, it's uncut gem. But he's Sandler, It's Spanglish Sandler. Yeah, yeah, it's it's punch drunk love stamp Sandler. It's the Sandler that we don't get near enough of. No, that's the Sandler I like. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. I I recommend watching Hustle. It's yeah. it's good. And Ben Foster's in. Yeah, he's got a small little little part. Okay, I thought you watched. I thought you watched the Nazi or the. Uh, the uh, 
Holocaust boxing movie, which stars Ben Foster. That's on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. I want to watch it. Sounds super heavy. Mm, I've not watched it. So, uh, but I do like Ben Foster. And then, uh, oh, and Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall, yeah, yeah. It's got some people. It's got, and it's got like a lot of NBA guys. Like he definitely, like guys playing themselves. Yeah. Um, the whole the whole premise is he's a he's a basketball scout that. Oh. Um, you know, he's trying to, he's tired of getting, like, I don't know, he's, a, he's just a basketball scout. Yeah. Know. He wants to be a coach, he's a basketball scout, he's a basketball guy, he's got a little backstory that, I mean, it's good. It's a good movie. Yep. Listed as a drama comedy. Yeah, definitely a drama with a little bit of, a little, a little lightheartedness within sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we got Queen Latifah in it, you know. Yeah, yeah, Queen Latifah, yeah, Queen Latifah. All right. Sea Hustle. Yeah, Sea okay. Hustle. Or not. Or not, but I recommend it. But you would recommend it. And then um, I think the only other thing I got is um, related to what we're going to review. All right. So, yeah. And we'll get to that shortly because I watched one movie in these seven days. And sort of related to this, uh, we watched the Tom Cruise great. Or actually, we watched it. I was introducing the, the, the remake to A Few Good Men. I watched A Few Good Men. And... Um, it's on freebie. I, I, I've talked about this. I don't know if I talked about it on the show. I've talked about it with Mike. Every few months, I go, I'd like to watch A Few Good Men. And you cannot rent it anywhere. You can buy it, but I don't want to buy it digitally. I've also never pulled the trigger on just buying it on Blu-ray. Um, because then the moment passes. It's on freebie with commercials. I watched A Few Good Men, and um, it's just a fantastic movie. It's a great movie. It's a great yeah. courtroom movie. It's, it's a great Tom uh, Cruise movie. It's great Jack Nicholson in all of, like, five minutes on screen. Um, you know, it's a good military movie. It's kind of got it all. It's got everything you yeah. want, except for except for a love story. There's no love, there's no romance in the movie. There's no action. Outside of that, it's got everything else you want. Courtroom action. It's hilarious. It's a very funny movie. I think Tom Cruise, you know, the Tom Cruise charm, um, you know, for a very serious, you know, hazing murder trial movie about you know military chain of command there's a lot there are a lot of jokes in this between Tom Cruise Kevin Pollock and Jack Nicholson being very funny and Demi Moore and like her like by the book kind of doesn't know how to read people internal affairs character like she has jokes it's it's fun yeah there's a lot of I mean it's you know the Aaron Aaron Sorkin Fast talking, but yeah, a lot of that stuff. I love a few good men. It's great. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. That's all I watched, except for two other movies that we did. Emergency podcast. We had to do it. It's been four years in the three years in the making. We watched Top Gun Maverick, the 2022 sequel to the 1986 movie Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun was directed by Tony Scott, written by Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr., starring Tom Cruise, Kelly McGinnis, uh, Val Kilmer, Anthony Edwards, Tom Skerritt. Um, who else is in that? Uh, Michael Ironside. Um, the guy from Walker, Texas Rangers. The Ranger. guy from Walker, Texas Rangers in it. And uh, Die Hard. He's also in Die Hard. Yeah. Top Gun uh, is a story uh, for Lieutenant Pete Maverick Mitchell and his friend and co-pilot Nick Goose Bradshaw. Being accepted into an elite training school for fighter pilots is a dream come true. But a tragedy, as well as personal demons, will threaten Pete's dreams of becoming an ace pilot. Top Gun, up there, 
with the best of the best. Was this your first time seeing Top Gun? No. No. Um, what did you think of Top Gun? I absolutely love Top Gun. I think it's probably one of one of maybe four or five movies that I can say I've probably seen a hundred times. Mm. Like, people are always like, I've seen the movie a hundred times. Well, in reality, you probably haven't. It's a lot of hours. It's a lot of hours. I think Top Gun, I've probably seen a hundred times. Top Gun, very popular cable movie, TNT movie. Um, TBS, it was, I feel like it was on HBO a lot. Like, in my childhood, there was a... Kids today, they don't understand this. There'd be movies that you would just... You'd flip through your 30 channels you had, and, and that's a lot for us in the 90s. Before that, you know, you took, you're about, you had five or whatever. Mm-hmm. You have, like, 30 channels. And then Top Gun would be on, and you go, yeah, this is the best thing on right now, and I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, or, or you're going to watch it starting from the middle. Starting from the middle, yeah. yeah. There's some movies like that when I was younger that you just... Don't do that now. Yeah. You know, uh, if you're flip, you, you don't flip through the channels, and you know you see hustle. Uh, you're not going to flip through a channel and be in the middle of hustle and go, "Oh, this part's coming up. I'm going to stay." Right. But Top and Top Gun's perfect for it because Top Gun. Watching Top Gun, in preparation for this, I love Top Gun, but I can also admit it's it's a very '80s movie. It's mm-hmm. a very silly movie, but it is. Also, it's also just a movie of moments where you go. Oh, this part's about to come up. Yeah, I'll stay through this. Yeah, oh, this is this is uh, this is when they're in the bar and he meets uh, he meets Charlie for the first time, or the first time Charlie walks in the classroom, or beach volleyball, or the goose scene, and you just wait for that. You go, yeah, I, I, can, was, I can watch this through. I was inverted. I'm inverted. Yeah, and um, I love Top Gun. Top Gun was a great movie. You know, doing the research. So directed by Tony Scott, who's just. Uh, all-timer director and uh not all hits but all interesting movies yeah i mean he's got he's got a resume yeah you know he's not he's not tarantino i think he he's more in line with like like i mean he's not steven spielberg but like more in that ilk of steven spielberg where it's just like yeah he's got a shit ton of movies Mm -hmm. and they're mostly good movies mostly good some garbage yeah uh before this he, he was you know, young in his directing career. He did The Hunger, and then would go on to do Beverly Hills Cop 2, and then from there he was just Tony Scott, Days of Thunder, and then worked all the way into the 2000s, giving us, you know, our man on fires, and unstuck. You know, he's, they started working with um, Denzel, and he had a bunch of movies with Denzel, and then unfortunately uh, passed away um, early. Um... Top Gun had a $15 million budget, which feels low to me. I know that seems so low. I know it's 1986, but I saw $15 million, I was like, that is real low. That seems really low, even for 86. I didn't do the research of why. Uh, I know there was a lot of things where, where, like, the Navy was, you know, the, the accusation, which is probably mostly true, is that, you know, this was kind of a recruitment film. Uh, and you could see that the... Um, enlistment for the Navy after Top Gun, like, skyrocketed, mm-hmm. and that the Navy, let you know, lent planes and boats in order to film Top Gun, but they also had script uh, approval. Uh, so maybe that's how they got away, but 15 just seems low. Yeah, it does seem low, especially after re-watching it and seeing it's still, like, super high quality. Yeah. It, it just, you know... Yeah, you do have a young Tom Cruise... You know, this isn't Tom Cruise today. He's coming off of All the Right Moves, Legend, Risky Business. That's like teen. Yeah, actor. I mean, he's he's he's, he's, a na- he's becoming a name, but yeah. he's not. He's yeah, not running of the set. Right. 
And then, you know, and then you have a young Tony Scott. Both those guys would go on to become huge names, but... Even Anthony Edwards went on to become pretty big. I mean, oh, he, sure, he yeah. had a massive run on ER and, and was like, Dr. Green is like mm-hmm. yeah, one of the all-time TV characters. Yeah, he was on a hit show for a long-ass time, yeah. just, you know... Sometimes people ask, we've been guilty of, like, oh, where, where'd that guy go? You know, why did he stop doing movies? It's like, yeah, because he got a cush job on a number one television show. Yeah. For one of the, like, biggest shows of all time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think we asked about Mackay Pfeiffer. It's just like, Mackay Pfeiffer went and he did eight years on ER, and sure, it wasn't in its heyday, but if you look at the ratings, it was still, still one of the most popular yeah. shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it only holds a 56% on Rotten Tomato based on 71 uh, reviews, um, critic reviews. The consensus reads, though it features some of the most memorable and electrifying aerial footage shot with an expert eye for action, Top Gun offers you little for non-adolescent viewers to chew on when its characters aren't in the air. And I would say... Did you not see the beach volleyball scene? And did you not see the bar where they sing you, you've lost that love and feeling? I think they just didn't watch the movie. Because there's plenty to chew on there. <laughs> I'm so biased in this movie. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I saw it at such a young age and, and loved it since the beginning. Sure. So I think there's, there's that kind of nostalgic. Sure. Anytime I watch it, like, I mean, every time I see, I, I was talking to someone yesterday about this, like, every time I see Goose die, like, I die. Yeah. I've died over a hundred times. Over a hundred times. <laughs> um, you're like that guy from Live, Live, Die, Repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I to say for non-adolescent viewers, I mean, there's a ton for adults to love in this movie. But I also, you know, we watch it, I was like, there's not a lot to this movie. There's not a big, like... It, it, Top Gun, and I, I love Top Gun, but if I'm being a critic here... It is a lot of, like, it is charismatic stars doing cool shit in airplanes. Yeah, absolutely. It's an action movie. Yeah. It is an action movie. Yes. Although, not much of an action movie in the, in the way we classify action movies. It's only, it's like um, it's like a race movie. Because, like, there's not, like, it's with planes. Are you saying Top Gun was Days of Thunder in the air? You know? <laughs> yeah, because there's not, I mean, except for the final... Except for the final, um, I guess the, yeah, the the end. There's there's not a lot. It's thrilling and it's like adrenaline, but it's not like the action where we classify with like a, a Die Hard or an Arnold movie, where it's like bad guys and good, like. I'm gonna disagree with you on this. Uh-huh. I to me, it is is full on action film. Um, I mean. It starts off in airplanes. Yeah. We got airplanes in the middle. It ends with airplanes. It's an action movie, man. That's an airplane movie. You, you, yeah, you classify <laughs> that. But I think, so I, I heard a pod, and we'll get to this with, with Maverick, but um, I, I was listening to an interview with the, the director of Top Gun Maverick, uh, Joseph Kaczynski, and he actually put this, the way he described Top Gun and what he wanted to do with Top Gun Maverick is that to him, watching it as a young child, it, I think he said he was 10 when the movie came out. It is. It's a sports movie, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess that's kind of what it's. It's yeah, I, school. I, I I agree with yeah. that a little bit, but I guess I'm more of a generalist. Like a sports movie to me is an action movie. Yeah, I guess I don't. But know. See, I don't think Remember the Titans is a action movie. No, it's yeah. I mean, I guess you know. I guess 
uh, a body in motion is an action. So, I, but then now do we get into any movies an action movie as long as they're moving? I mean, my left foot not an action movie. There's so many. Yeah, there's so many subgenres. Yeah, that's a thing. Like to yeah. me, it fits in the action category, for sure. I wonder. I wonder let's, let's see. I, I bet. I bet it is listed as an action movie. Because like, how else do you define this movie? It's, it's that's the thing. I don't know. Like, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's, it's considered a drama, action adventure movie. Yeah, I, I agree with all those. Yeah. I don't think it's a drama. There's some tragedy, man. Yeah, I mean, guys, guys, but yeah, I guess in my mind, like when, when I think action, I think of like Tom, like a Mission Impossible movie, like that's an act, like. But not saying that this movie isn't uh, an act. You know, it's yeah, it's very exciting. It's played but when you think, think it's like, oh yeah, they're just competing. It's a competition movie between uh, Maverick and uh, everybody else and himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a huge hit. Everybody loved Top Gun except for uh, 44% of uh, the 74 critics uh, pulled there. But yeah, Top Gun, I mean, it's great. It's fantastic. I, and I don't want to come up with, like, I didn't like Top Gun. I love Top Gun. Um, I just thought, like, what critic can be like, no, Top Gun's not good. You know, and this is kind of gets into the, you have to rate a movie for what it's trying to do. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess. It's I just am baffled by that Rotten Tomato score. Yeah. If you would have told me. It missed fresh by two point percentage points, and it was like a seventy-eight or something. I mean, like, yeah, okay, fifty-six. Yeah, well, so it missed fresh by four because the cutoff sixty. Um. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go. Let's just cause, okay. So it missed must see by two points. Seventy-eight. I would have been like, okay. Is eighty? Must see? I think it's going to give it the gold. I know they okay. The gold so, so I know, yeah, it's sixty is the cutoff for fresh. Certified fresh is seventy, so then eighty is the the gold the gold tomato. Uh, Fifty six is just appalling me. Yeah, I'm insulted. I'm like I I I think it's a better movie than that, but uh, I, I'm a fanboy though. What can I do? I want to get to Rotten Tomatoes. Why, why is this take? Why why can I? There you go, Rotten Tomatoes. And I wanted to go to Top Gun. And I want to read. Okay, so we read the consensus, but I want to read. Oh, you know what? Since I wrote this, and I always go off Wikipedia, uh, it's fifty-seven percent. So, and I got three additional reviews since this Wikipedia <laughs> entrance. It's fifty-seven based on seventy-four uh, critics. So, we're getting there. Getting it, ticking it up. All right, let's read one. I want to read. I want to read an old one. I want to read one from June second. Although, okay, who's this asshole from the Tennessee, uh, from the Nashville scene who reviewed this movie on June second, two thousand twenty-two, and said it's not good? Well, he writes for a fake paper. Yeah. Okay. Let's, just, let's go to some of these. Let's go to some of these older ones. Um, Roger Ebert didn't. Okay, Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun Times. He is considered a top critic. Um, let's see. Let me just okay. Um, the dog fights are absolutely the best since Clint Eastwood's electrifying aerial scenes in Firefox. But look out for the scenes where the people talk to one another. He gave it a two point five out of four. Which shouldn't that be a positive score? Mm, I, you know. According to Rod, it, it, it's it's Rod. 2.5. I, 
Alphalata! Two and a half out of four? That's like yeah. over half the stars. Yeah. Uh, okay, who else is a top critic that didn't like it? I mean, most of these, I mean, you know, these people write for things, but they're not. Is Roger the only top critic recognized by. Okay, Walter Goodman of the New York Times. Once Top Gun gets back to Earth, the Master of the Skies is as clunky as a big land-bound bird. Um, Kathleen Carroll of the New York Daily News. Top Gun is terribly monotonous. Or Paul. Paul and... So, so those are some of the top critics. And I think there, there, and there are a ton of top critics who like it. Again, it has a, Gene Siskel, he gave it a 3 out of 4. That is considered fresh. Uh, the aerial sequences in Top Gun are as thrilling while remaining coherent as any ever put on film. See, he says, what is this movie? This movie's about planes flying in the air. They accomplish that very well. And I think people who didn't like it just go, once characters have to interact with each other, I do not like this movie anymore. Um, but again, if you're watching 1986... And that's your opinion. I think if you if you reviewed this movie in 2022 and you were like, this movie's not good, I think you're just, you're looking for clicks. Yeah. You're looking. Yeah. Um, so you can't say in 2022, your review can't, review can't be, it feeds on nostalgia because it was a movie from 1986. It existed in 1986. It can't be nostalgic for 1986. Jason Shine of the Nashville scene. Why do we have a Rotten Tomato button <laughs> or a pin? Uh, anyhow, we're not we, here to review time. Because we don't conform to their standards. Yeah. Where do we need it? They can't quantify that. They can't. A- amongst their percentages. Yeah, because you know, they've, they've tried. They've tried to give us the pin. And they go, wait a minute. It sounds like they didn't like this movie. But at the end, they said we needed it. What do we do? I was like, yeah, we don't, yeah. Can't put us in a box, Ron Tomato. That's right. Uh, anyhow, America loved this movie because it grossed $357 million off a $15 million budget. Tom Cruise went on to be one of the biggest movie stars. Actually, I- I'm going to make the definitive statement. Tom Cruise became the biggest movie star in cinema history. In the history of the world. In yeah. the history of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, he went on to become that. And a Top Gun sequel, it, it has been in the talks for nearly 20 years. We finally got one in 2022. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, it was directed by uh, the previously mentioned job, Joseph Kaczynski. He uh, also directed Tom Cruise in Oblivion and also directed Tron Legacy and an upcoming movie called Spiderhead, uh, which will be on Netflix this year. Uh, and I'll probably watch that. I'm just pulling up my notes for Top Spider- Gun Maverick. Yeah, it's. Um, it's about prisoners doing uh, pharmaceutical trials, uh, but one of them gets, starts to question gets it. Gets bit by a spider. I don't know why it's called Spiderhead. It has radioactive spider. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, and Miles Teller. And um, I was like, "Yeah, watch Spiderhead." Sure, that's that's a fun name. It brings back our star Tom Cruise along with uh, Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly, Glenn Powell, Monica Barbero, and John Hamm. And Top Gun Maverick said, uh, as a story, after more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. 
feel the need, the need for speed. I don't believe that summary properly summarizes Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> but yes, that is a part of it. He's a test pilot, and he is dodging rank. That's right. Um, what were just your quick thoughts of Top Gun Maverick? I thought it hit all the check boxes I needed it to hit. It, you know, for a movie that is a sequel to a movie that is from 1986. So what are we talking? Third, wait, what, twenty four, five, six, twenty six years later. Um, I thought they could not have done a better job. Yeah, I, I, you know, the interesting thing too is, like, Top Gun is such a beloved movie to the world and me. I didn't even, I wasn't even slightly nervous yeah. going into this. Like, I knew it was going to be good. I wasn't expecting it to be that good. I mean, yeah. it was outstanding good. Uh, Top Gun, Maverick, before we get into it, uh, has a, had a $170 million budget. That sounds right. That uh, sounds... Yeah. In its uh, two weeks since it opened on Memorial Day, it has grossed over $600 million uh, and currently holds a 97% on Rotten Tomato based off 384 critic reviews. The consensus reads, pulls off, pulls off a feat even trickier than a 4G inverted dive, delivering a long belated sequel that surpasses its predecessor in wildly entertaining ways. Uh, let's just start with the good. What did you like about Top Gun Maverick? What made it... Um, what, 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 how did you just refer to it? Outstanding. outstanding. Yeah. What, what makes this movie outstanding? I think they eloquently handled the time lapse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like... I'm, I'm sure Top Gun, the sequel, yeah. has been penned and repenned since 1986 and a half. Sure. Like, probably every 18 months... Until now. Uh-huh. And I think they, when they decided to finally green light it and, and, and write, you know, this is the script. I think they just, they handled the time so well. 30 years later, what, what, and, it, and kept it in character. What would Maverick be like 30 years later? Yeah, it's, you know, when this movie was announced and when we saw a trailer I mean I was super happy for the trailer but you know someone was like wait a minute 30 years later he's still a pilot and when you get into the movie and what he's doing you don't question it it's like yeah he's a guy who probably should have been Admiral but because he's Maverick he hasn't been promoted and he's just a guy who wants to go fast because he has a need for speed Uh, he, he did his tours of Iraq and Afghanistan but now we're in a time of uh peace Ish, we, we have un, um, unidentified um, assailants, but he's just a guy who wants to go fast. He wants to test pilots. He wants to push the boundaries of not only planes, but himself. I was like, yeah, I buy that. Yeah, he's a guy who, who goes 9Gs or Mach 9, or I don't know the difference between the two. Mach 9 yeah, in the beginning. And, and I don't know. Mach 10? Ma- I think he hit 10.3. Yeah, he goes Mach 10.3. I, I don't. I don't really know how the, the I don't know how the Navy works no. and, and, and their pilots and, and, and that life lifeline. Sure. I don't know how that works, but that makes sense to me that we got this old pilot he, we got no choice but to let him fly. Yeah. Where are we gonna stick him? Exactly. We test test flying shit. There are people who want him out of the Navy. 
but he's never done anything really wrong. You know, he hasn't been court-martialed. You know, he, he hasn't been dishonorably discharged. He's not retiring himself. So you gotta stick him somewhere. You gotta sign him somewhere. Yeah, and I and I and, and I do agree with the the un, you know, you know what we what isn't spoken in the movie that yeah maybe some of the stuff he was doing was to keep himself in the cockpit. Oh right, yeah, you because know? Val Kilmer. We're spoiling this movie. I, I get you got Mike's review up front. It's outstanding. If you haven't seen it, go yeah. see it from here on out. We're spoiling Top Gun Maverick. It's kind of one I wanted to put the Rotten Tomatoes stuff early. Um, Val Kilmer's in this movie, which put that in the good. Yeah. Um, I'll admit, I don't think I cried in this movie. Twice, probably, maybe three times. Got got close. Got as close as I could in a Tom Cruise movie. Val Kilmer showing up, that, that was perfectly done. Anybody yeah. who's, anybody who's been following Val Kilmer, maybe we saw the documentary about Val Kilmer. He's going through some health things. He cannot speak, which is an incredibly sad thing for an actor. The fact that he was in this movie uh, was just handled uh, incredibly well. Yeah, they just they did such a good job with that. Yeah. And I'm not a crier. I don't cry in movies. Mike's never cried before. And <laughs> I don't actually have tear ducts. Yeah, but he most people say he was born without them. He had them actually surgically removed. He said, <laughs> "I haven't used these." <laughs> just dead weight it's like a it's like a gallbladder I don't need it yeah. I, I yes. when I had my append, ap, yeah. appendectomy I was like you know what get up in there get you're already in there, there. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna be under but I uh, I've never cried in a movie in my life sure like there's um, there's no way a, a, a fictional film a, a fictional film any movie let alone a fictional film is gonna bring me to tears there's mm-hmm. no way in the world that's gonna happen and I am easily moved based on my empathetic nature to the human stories that are told through cinema. Yeah, you As know, Bong Joon Ho. And I I'm not, say. I'm not saying that to, <laughs> to bring down the movie crier. No, yeah, I Me, don't. It's Bong Joon Ho. It's March fine. You want, you want to be a little bitch in a movie? Fine. <laughs> but uh, like, we appreciate true but, cinema. Yeah, the the Val Kilmer moment was. Yeah, it was strong. But it was powerful. My my point about Val Kilmer was that. Had Maverick followed the trajectory of, it seems like, all these pilots, he should be an admiral. And animals don't seem to be flying. Right. John Hamm, he was an admiral. He don't fly. Uh, you know, he had a call sign. He was Cyclone. Uh, Warlock, you know guy? Warlock, yeah. He's not flying anymore. Yeah, they don't fly. And that's the path that you see. You go, in, you know, I'm not in the Navy, but you go into upper management. You delegate. You oversee younger people who do the job that you used to do. Maverick didn't want that. He wants to fly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but then we're only in the in we're only in the beginning. Yeah. We are just, in Maverick's yeah. introduction. Yeah. Um, Reintroduction. Loved Danger Zone. Yeah. Being introduced in the beginning of the film, those planes landing, taking off. The, love that. I mean, the opening of both the, of both the movies yeah. is is just awesome, and and I like how they kept that consistent. Ed Harris, in the beginning of the movie, uh, it's no surprise, he's in the opening credits, his name shows up, but when he pops up, I'm like, yeah, well, Ed, Ed, he's trying to ground Maverick, but Maverick, just that little, we're taking off, we're doing it, love that, um, loved him going to meet Penny, in the bar, and the introduction to the young pilots, doing the pool scene, and we get, we understand who these guys are, we understand their attitudes, 
we get who Hangman is right away. We get who Bob is, and then here comes Rooster. Um, him getting tossed out. Really? Now I'm just going beat by beat through the movie of what I loved because I loved every single scene of this movie. <laughs> um, it, it looked great. I so in that interview I heard they have 800 hours of footage, and it, you know the director said that's not a brag. It's that they attached. They knew they knew they were limited in how much flying they could do, and so they just attached cameras everywhere they could to get as much footage as they can, and it looks great. Looks great. Um, there were yeah, cockpits had like eight, ten cameras. Yeah, I I had heard uh, or I had read on an article they uh, were paying the Navy somewhere around fourteen to fifteen thousand dollars per hour. Wow. For this movie. That's how you get 170 That's how you, yeah. yeah. So clearly, the first one was a recruit movie. Yeah, and the Navy was like, no, we'll take they you up. They pro bono. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll take you up for, for free, because, yeah, 170 like I said, that, that sounds right for right. getting the Navy involved in this. Um, yeah, I, the first training session he's doing where Maverick's going against the students and he's, you know, um, I can't remember what the goal was. Just to evade him? Or shoot him shoot down. Shoot him down. Shoot yeah. him down before he shoots you down. Yeah. I, I love that scene. That was great. Uh, then when they have to start doing the trial run to like go through the camp, that's great. Um, Ma- Maverick being dismissed by Cyclone and then doing the run himself. I'm on the edge of my seat like, I, of course he's going to do it, but I'm on the edge of my seat in the theater. This movie, for like how well it was done, in the beginning, when Maverick's doing his going to do Mach 10, and then he pushes it, as an audience member, I was actually sitting there like, oh, Maverick, don't you do what it. Do it don't do it, Maverick. What are you doing? Like, you did go it. back. You hit your goal. Just go home. And he pushed it, and it didn't work. And I was like, this movie, I was, I was rooting... I was cheering, I mean, not out loud, but, like, as silently as I could, like, the exciting moments got me excited. Um, yeah. Anything else going on after the good? Oh, man, the whole damn movie's good. You're right. Tying in the goose story. Like, Roos, the idea that, like, and we, we see this so much, you know, uh, Creed, you know, oh, well, it's the son of Drago, and it's the son of Creed, like, the son of, and that's how you can tie in legacy. Sometimes... It could be silly, and I can't think of examples, but like I'm sure there are those where it's like, oh, well, I'm the son of yada yada. Um, but it was just done so, like done so well, and maybe that was like I wasn't even questioning this movie. We we've been waiting this movie. This movie was originally supposed to it was slated for July twelfth, twenty nineteen. Was when this movie was originally slated to drop. Um, I was so hyped, but I guess if there was one thing I made a question, I was like, oh, Miles Teller is the son of Goose. Which I think I just heard, uh, and then you see the tra- like you saw that trailer. I was like, okay, yeah, he's doing the piano, like he's a son of goose. It was perfect. Like it was so good. He looks like Anthony Edwards. I thought the the story they told. I love that Rooster. His beef with Maverick wasn't because he because Goose died with Maverick. It was because Maverick pulled his papers. Yeah, like it, not you know. not because like he doesn't blame him for his dad's yeah, death. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was just the career the what put his career behind. Yeah. But so. he also had to deal with the the emotion the the. The, the trauma of his dad dying, he plays it safe. He's a pilot. He wanted to follow his dad's footsteps, but he also knows his dad died in a plane. He plays it safe. Yeah. Um, and then they have to push, push you know, get, get through that. The, I mean, this movie, you know, I mean, 
you know, if I, if I if I was nitpicking, is the first one an action movie? This one's an action. I mean, they're on the ground. There's helicopters shooting at them. They gotta they gotta do a great escape uh, from the enemy base. Like that whole the whole end scene was great. It was cool um, and unexpected Com- yeah. for me. Totally took me by surprise. Yeah. I was like, what? You know, so there was one part I was like, oh, of course this is gonna happen. I was like, there's a fourth act. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's one part of the end where you go, okay, this is gonna happen, and then it, you're waiting. It's like, okay, when's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? Like, come on, we're running out of time, and it's like, hang, of course, Hangman's coming. But they they drew that out the right suspense. up to the end. Yeah, the they t- built it up to where I was like, is Hangman not coming? The timing, the suspense, the editing was mm-hmm. was brilliant for that shot. Yeah, um, I I had a coworker. We we're talking about Goose and. Sure. and and I had a coworker to digress a little bit, and we were talking about the movie a little bit, and she was like, "Well, why wasn't Hangman Iceman's kid? I mean, we had Goose's kid. He looks just like he looks like just like Val Kilmer. Why isn't he Iceman's kid?" I'm like, "Are you out of your damn mind? That would have ruined the movie. It would have been just if top, Sons of Top Gun. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that. That's that's how I said. You know, sometimes that like the son of the, that legacy, it, it can be done too much." They did it perfectly with just Son of Goose. Yeah. You didn't need Son of Iceman. We don't need Son of Iceman. We don't need Daughter of Maverick. Oh. Like, it would have been an absolute disaster. We don't We don't need the kids of the Top Gun. Like, yeah. I was like, what is wrong with you? Oh, what you, you saw was a perfect movie. Why do you think... And that dude doesn't look like a Val Kilmer. Are you kidding me? He's blonde. He's blonde. He's, he's a blonde guy. he has a guy. swagger. Yeah. He, he mirrors the Iceman swagger. But... I'm just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, he didn't bite once. He didn't do that. <laughs> um, Glenn Powell, I, I only know him from um, Everybody Wants Some, which is um, the baseball movie. Uh, who did that? Linklater? Richard Linklater? Um, that, that's all I know him from. And he does have a swagger in this movie. And he he just looks like such like a... He's not a bad guy. The same Iceman wasn't a bad guy. But he you does, want to punch him in the face. He has this like '80s bully yep. look to him that's just like so perfect for him. They're actually great pilots. Yeah, gr- and, and and great patriots to the country. Uh-huh. And, and maybe Hangman's a little more on the Maverick side of things. Yeah, you know, you, you know, right? But but yeah, both yeah, Hangman, Iceman. Want to punch? Maybe him, he goes punch him on the face. Hangman maybe goes a little further than Iceman would have, which is bringing up bringing up Goose. Yeah, uncalled for. That's really like his only like. But you know, he's yeah, he's not a villain. You know, he's just he's he's a he's an antagonist to the guy we're we're supposed to be rooting for, which is Rooster. Uh, yeah. But it's they both just want the same thing. Yeah, yeah, they want to be team leader. Do you understand? You admitted um, uh, bravely admitted on podcast that you don't know much about the Navy. Well, okay, so there's like a team. One plane has one guy, and then one plane has two guys. Why is that? I think so, and I think that's a real thing. Yeah. Especially in the F-18, they have multiple versions of that plane. Mm-hmm. And so they some of them have a weapons a weapons specialist. Oh, okay. So in, in Top Gun 1, they're flying the F-14, Topcat. Yeah. And that guy, I think, is was known as... He might have been a weapons specialist, but I thought they were known as Navigator. That's what I always thought Goose was, was the yeah. Navigator. So yeah, so Navigator. So I do I do think these modern planes, like they have the, the multiple co- uh, cockpit... Uh, yeah, uh, setups and yeah. So if you're flying too, he like that guy was the guy like running the laser, which is its own thing. So he's targeting okay. the bomb that the single singer 
because the, not all the, the planes can't all carry. Can't you can't aim your laser and shoot? Sure. Yeah, I think it's just something like that. But I think that's totally accurate. So if Phoenix, let's say, or um, so like Bob never had a shot at uh, becoming uh, team lead. He's not flying. He's simply just doing his right. job yeah. of weapon specialist. He's on the lookout, right? He's, he's, he's trying to figure out where Maverick is, yeah. you know, when they're doing the training. But um, could, could let's say Phoenix was able to do it if she was named team lead. Would she still be in the front with, with Bob, or does then Bob go to somebody I else? I think she would still fly the two-seater, two yeah, yeah, because yeah. I think that's, like, their specialty. Bob could still do the job. She would, she would lead. Bob would still hit the laser, and then whoever was picked behind her, or whoever she chose... Yeah, to be that's how I would. Under, that's how yeah. I would think. I'd think anyone could qualify a team leader. It doesn't matter what yeah. job you're doing. You're okay. gonna lead, be the yeah. team leader. Just, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you you know you know talking about the navy. <laughs> I I don't. I'm talking out of my ass, yeah. but I think like oh. I was really someone over there because I was trying to think who was the guy who uh, who was the other um, who was the other pilot. I couldn't think of his name. Who flew with uh, fanboy? There was it was fanboy and um, payback. Payback, yeah. Payback and fanboy, yeah, yeah. Put that in the plus column. Just great call sign. Do you ever think? I mean, I guess it. You're the best of the best. If you if you're if you're a, if you're even a navy pilot, forget being a top gun. If you're just like a navy pilot, like you're you're the best. Not everybody gets to fly, so not everybody gets a call sign. But Maverick, he got to do that back in 1986. It's now. You know, th- he's been doing it for thirty years. Now we get this new young, these new young recruits. Do you ever think Cyclone has been like Cyclone, and then some young recruits are like, oh, that's I'm Cyclone too. I, <laughs> I think I think so, but I I think that they've probably got a list of active pilots, and if you're if oh you're, act, yeah yeah active, right or maybe not active pilot but like, like cyclone's so active in the navy act, yeah you can't have it right okay that makes sense yeah, yeah if, if, if you're on the list because i don't know i'm just gonna throw pull a number out of my ass there's probably only like a hundred people right active in the navy who are actually flying it's like more than those? it's gotta be it's got thousand flying those kind of jets yeah maybe a hundred yeah okay but, but there's thousands of pilots probably oh yeah yeah but like you know a guy yeah. You know, uh, well, do they all get call signs, or are those only for like the? Oh yeah, I think I think I think yeah. uh, being a being a pilot, no matter what you're flying, you get some sort of call. Okay, sign. I, I thought that was reserved for uh, stick jockeys. Yeah, I think you get. Yeah. I think I think even like a cargo plane guy's got a call sign. Yeah, but they don't get cool ones. I don't know. I saw. I I think I I saw an interview with some tanker pilots that uh-huh. um out at Fairchild. And they had their helmets, and I was—I remember—I don't remember what they were, but I remember reading them. Like, there's some pretty cool call oh, signs. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, and it could be the call sign list is per like squadron or something. Oh. Like, Pacific yeah, I thought fleet. yeah. There's a there's a cyclone in the Pacific fleet. There's a cyclone in the Atlantic yeah. fleet. That kind of thing. If you go, uh, you know, if you're like a payload pilot, you know, you you're, you get the nickname that like uh, an NFL defensive lineman would get, like your refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 the fridge or yeah. or. or Heavy load. Heavy load. Yeah. yeah. Roadblock. Yeah. Uh, Dropping dumps. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because otherwise, after 30 years, you've, then they were just like, then your call sign is just like a whole, then, now you're like a racehorse. Your call sign is just like, like a sentence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dropping loads. Yeah. Um, I like Bob, you know, Bob, simple. Yeah. I, I bet 
He's a one of one. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, okay. What didn't you like about Top Gun Maverick? The only gripe, Mark, I have is I did not, and it, it's it's a personal thing. Yeah. I did not like the goose callback death because I didn't need to die again, Mark. Yeah, you didn't need to see I it. I didn't need to see it again. They didn't show it. And I don't think it was necessary. People know Top Gun. Yeah. People know Goose dies. I don't think we need the homework. I guess... The only thing is that they visually show us how Goose dies, and so when Rooster pulls the canopy, it's a callback to that. So they I, visually show I, it, so then so you get the visual. I totally get it. But I, I understand why it's there, but that I mean, I got a nitpick on this movie, and that's it. Like sure. I don't need that. I don't need that footage of Goose dying again. I don't need it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nice better on tomato. Obviously, my <laughs> my call out setting. I I I love this movie. If we're gonna nitpick. You know what threw me off? Jennifer Connelly, Penny, calling Maverick Pete so many times. Oh. Just really hammered home that his name's Pete. Yeah. It's just funny reading the, uh, you know, the synopsis, too. It's like, oh, Pete. I was like, he's Maverick. He's Mav. Pete Mitchell. But yeah, he's Pete Mitchell. Yeah. Um, okay, nitpick. We have a, this exciting finish. They have to get into the, the, the old F-14, right? And that, that's how he and Rooster escape the unnamed, you know, the, the uh, enemies without a country, uh, bad guys. They're going against 5th gen, uh, gen, gen fighters, which that was freaking awesome. Uh, they, run out of, they run out of flares, they run out of missiles, they run out of ammunition. They're, they're, they're caught. Hangman comes in to save the day. And we we're saved. We didn't... They just added the wheel coming off of the plane as just, like, one last obstacle. Uh, yeah, they lost the landing gear. They lost the then, landing gear. And then we got to put up the net barrier thing. Yeah. And I'm with you. I'm thinking... I think I'm about to say what you're thinking you, you were about to say. Uh-huh. Why didn't they just bail out? Oh, no. I was just thinking oh, that... Wait, the bailout didn't work. They tried Yeah, it. they tried it. Yeah. So you even had that. You even had the canopy not working. Yeah. And then it's like, oh... Man, they survived all this, and then you're putting me through one more thing, which is that the landing gear doesn't work. But they had to show that landing gear getting clipped when they were taking off the short yeah. taxiway. And then, not that it was anticlimactic. It was very cool how they got the net up, but based just from everything else we got leading up to this, it was like, like not a letdown, but it wasn't as exciting. It was like, oh, but they don't have landing gear. And it was just like... I don't know, even the I mean, even for like the characters of, of Maverick and Rooster were just like, ah, we, we can't deal with one more thing, so we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna respond to this with levity and just be like, all right, I'm not gonna tell you that the landing gears out or whatever he says to him, you know? Yeah, uh, you know, but Rooster says, don't tell don't tell me that the landing gears out, and then Maverick's like, all right, I'm not gonna tell you, and then they land it, no problem. Well, that's a th- that's kind of what I liked about yeah. that part is it didn't become a thing like. Oh, Kenny landed. He yeah. just landed it. Yeah, he just landed it. Yeah, they're like, put up the barrier. It was just, it was just routine. Yeah, they put up the net, put up the barrier, put it so, on. So, mini did we need it? I was like, I could have done without the landing gear. <laughs> I know you have to nitpick. Yeah, and, and it's um, so hard. I get, you know, I get why they have to do it, and I always appreciate Jennifer Connelly, uh, and she, you know, she's great in kind of a nothing role. I, another like, I just Maverick doesn't need a love interest. I guess is real like, again nitpick like yeah. you know the the love story is between Maverick and his plane and Maverick and his students 
that, sure. you know, yeah, Jennifer Connelly in there, and you know, it breaks up the, the school scenes. And I'm not complaining, but we're nitpicking. Yeah. Jennifer Connelly's role, really nothing. Although I do like that she is a callback to uh, a Top Gun character. She is um, the admiral's daughter. Yeah. That, yeah. But got in trouble with. Also, bonus plus on them, not like just casting some hot young thing that Maverick gets involved in and gets him in trouble, right? They yeah. casted a 50-year-old actress that yeah. is a mom. Yep. And, like, it just... That was so good to... Didn't bring back Kelly McGillis. Yeah. Which is fine. Because they parted ways at the end. They parted ways. And... But, yeah. Nice little... Yeah. Nice little throwback to a, a, a briefly mentioned character in Top Gun 1. Mm-hmm. And then they cast it correctly. And it didn't overdo it either. Yeah. I mean, what... Did they... Did we need her... Probably, probably not. Right. But they didn't overdo it. it they didn't overdo it. And, it yeah. and there wasn't a weird, awkward sex scene like in the first movie. Yeah, I almost feel like they alluded to the awkwardness. Like, before they, I think them kissing and them laying in bed, to me, watching, I was like, oh, this is, this is not how, like, grown people, like, <laughs> do this. But I was like, oh, is this... Are they kind of making fun of, like, the awkward, like, Tom Cruise, Kelly McGinnis, like, sucking face in silhouette? And so, I actually, I like that. I was just like, oh, it's kind of like a little... Yeah, it was good. Yeah, like, yeah, there isn't a sex scene in this movie. Um, yeah. And, and, again, I love the Jennifer Connelly casting. I mean, yeah. Like, an age-appropriate actress who... But also is like, yeah, she, she's Pete Maverick's equal. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, just, yeah, I mean... There's so much, you know, testosterone and adrenaline in this movie that, yeah, you, you throw... But again, you also kind of need her. Like, there's one other female character in this entire movie, you know? Yeah. You kind of need to show that Pete has... That Pete potentially could have more to life than just plays. Um, not admit... Okay, are we going to put this in bad? But I do want to talk about it. Dogfight football. Is it a thing? Could you successfully play dogfight football? Could anybody line up and play that game? I the the premise of it intrigues me. I don't get it. I, I don't get how it's offensive and defense. I would, because you're you you're trying to get open for a pass, right? But you gotta tackle the guy who's trying to score a touchdown. It makes perfect sense. No one's playing defense, though. So. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. I feel like, and I feel like everybody would do what well, was what happening you in the movie. Saw, what you saw on screen, yeah. there was a lot of offense. Every, everybody's going offense, yeah. right? You're like, but let's just score. The premise of it makes total sense, and I would actually like to see an action roll. I have to see if it if it can be done. I'd be awful at it, because anytime I, I... It felt like they were rotating quarterback, too. Like, maybe that's part of the game, right? Is that you have to rotate quarterback. Um, I feel like my move would be to try to hit the ball with my ball. I don't know if you get extra points for that. Uh, some hot dog and shit, Mark. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just kind of wait, pump, you know, pump, and then when the ball goes up, you hit it. You, and, like, nine out of ten times, you're just throwing your ball up and it gets intercepted. If. And so they score two touchdowns. If I got. <laughs> could you could you run it back simultaneously? You could catch a yeah. pass and intercept simultaneously and have a double touchdown. Right, because you score once for offense, once for defense, yeah. Okay, I would get picked off a bunch, but. If I'm Hangman, if I got the precision of Hangman, who can who we've already seen can hit three bullseyes in a row with his eyes closed, yeah, he could do that. No yeah. problem. Yeah. Um, I do that scene silly, but I loved it. And I mean, it's obviously a callback to to the beach volleyball scene. Yeah. Um, who's Maverick's buddy? 
Uh, Hundo? Hondo. Hondo? Yeah. I love that guy. Hondo just brings Hondo with him. Yeah. Hondo's from, great. From, test, from the from Dark Star to, to Top Gun. He's yeah. just like, I'm bringing Hondo. He's my guy. Yeah. He's my crew chief. Um, yeah, I mean, Nick, there's just not a lot negative about this movie. No. Um, uh, I personally think um, Miles Teller ran away with this film. Yeah. I think like Tom Cruise is good in it. I think sure. Tom, this is one of the t- better Tom Cruise performances. Um, non Mission Impossible. Yeah. But Miles Teller to me was the absolute star of this movie. I had this written down because I'm not going to let you get away with this. Like your Josh Gad revisionist history. Uh, <laughs> did I ever tell you I found the episode where, where you hated Josh Gad and then we went on like a three episode run where you just kept saying how much you hate Josh Gad <laughs> it was the Beauty and the Beast remake and I was wrapping up the show oh he was the dumb clock yep I, no he was um, Gaston's buddy oh yeah I'm wrapping up the show God, I say terrible if you have thoughts you can email us and you go wait I remember what I was going to say Josh Gad sucks let's stop putting him in things <laughs> Yeah. So, I'm not gonna let you get away with it the way you tried to say you don't I'm know Josh stand Gad because my leg is cramping. Sure, no problem. Yeah. Okay, it I out. fixed it. Um, <laughs> you have been on the show and said that you are not necessarily a fan of Miles Teller. I think I may have said that uh, after maybe we talked about um, the jazz movie a little bit. Whiplash. Yeah. Whiplash. Um, yeah, what else did I see with Miles If I could semi-quote you, so, or if I could paraphrase, it was that anybody could have done that role and you don't think he's a very good actor. I think I think it was because but you, people were boatering out about yeah. him playing the drums so bad. Did and you watch like, Diver- anyone can play the drums. Did you watch The Divergence? No, I've never seen I those. I think you brought the, those up and that, that's what he's from. I've never seen those either. Um, yeah, okay. So, Miles Seller is in this. And you're saying he ran away with it. I mean... This is going to get you to watch Spiderhead. This is an absolutely groundbreaking role for Miles Teller. Yeah. Like, I mean... He needed this role. Yeah. It, yeah. He, he was fantastic in it. And, and as of Top Gun Maverick, I'm a Miles Teller fan. Yeah. Like, I do think his his character in Whiplash could yeah. have been anyone at that age playing that. Yeah, like, one of those 20, uh, yeah. young 20 guys. You know, um, La La Land, you know, it's a Damien Chazelle movie. I mean, that was supposed to be Miles Teller, and he got Ryan Gosling. Rewind a couple years earlier, Ryan Gosling's in that movie. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen his drumming, but CGI. Yeah. Just keep your arms still, right? And then you... you yeah, you just it. wear green gloves. Yeah. <laughs> and then you <laughs> added the arms. Um, yeah, I thought my son was great at this. I, I thought um, he, he was... And he, cha- he channeled that Anthony Edwards Goose character yeah. so well, but made it his own. He wasn't... Like, I love... I, I really enjoyed his performance because, you know... Maybe in somebody else's hands, he plays it mopey. You know, oh, you know, he, he's this traumatized pilot, or you know, he's been held back by Maverick, but he doesn't. Maverick, uh, you know, I mean, he obviously has the trauma. He has his beef with Maverick, but he's also he shows humor when he needs to. He, you know, he shows charisma. He shows uh, personality. Uh, you know, he he goes through a gamut of of acting yeah. in, in this movie. Um, I think there's a part where they're flying, and he's like, "Oh shit," or "Oh fuck." I think that's, and I think that I don't think that's acting. That's real. Um, going four G's. Yeah, I, yeah. I think some of those uh, some of those reactions in in the the thing that's just that's why they did, that's why they sent them up for that authentic yeah. reaction. And and I and I I think too like 
he was the safe he was the safe one. Mm-hmm. But he was still a hot shot swagger swagger prideful pilot. He was yeah. You know? He had his way of doing it and he thought, you know, it was safer, but he was still like one of the best. Yeah. And yeah. Um you know, I know we just keep gushing over the movie, and I just want to be like, "Oh, remember that part? That part was cool." You know, the the Chris Farley you know sketch where he's like, "Hey, remember when you wrote that song for the Beatles?" But it also just the fact that this movie that those end scenes, and you know, there is some great, you know, there is some great, there is some CGI, but the fact that most of this movie, the flying in it is practical, yeah. it adds to an action sequence. It's not like a Marvel end of a Marvel thing where it's like, are the actors even there? Is it? Or is this just all just computer animated? Like, it just adds to like my enjoyment of uh, you know an action scene. Yeah, is that oh they're really doing. You get the Tom Cruise in the beginning of the movie. Hey, thank you, Mark, for being here. You know, I don't know if you got your name shouted out. Oh yeah, he talked directly yeah. to me twice. <laughs> I double dipped. Oh so. yeah, he, he looks right at you. He <laughs> says your name. Uh, but then you know, just, hey, hey, thank you for being here in a theater with this sound, with this screen. We're doing real plans. We're doing real stunts. Enjoy the movie. Like, yeah. It, it, it's a nice little setup to what we're about to see. Would you like to see a sequel to Top Gun Maverick? Ooh. It, I, I'm going to say no. You know? I mean, man. I'd like to see what happens to some of those guys. You know, I think that's kind of where people go. It's like, oh... Yeah, you, yeah. This was a passing of the torch. Now you get to go see Top Gun Rooster and him and Hangman and Phoenix and Payback. They all come back. But to me, if you don't have Tom Cruise in it, I don't want to see it. I think they're better off leaving it. If you made it, I'd see it. But I don't think you're gonna top it if you don't have Tom Cruise in it. Yeah. That being said, Tom Cruise could do these movies till he's a hundred years old. Probably. Yeah. yeah. What about a remake to Top Gun, the original Top Gun? Do you no. think it's time? No. no. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, not, I'm not going to entertain the question. To Tom Cruise, like, you, you cannot have Tom I said it when we started this. Um, I was going to set aside time for a bigger discussion, but then we gushed about, um, you know, Mike's favorite actor, Miles Teller, for too long. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the biggest movie star in the history of cinema. Yeah. I don't know, bo- I, I didn't look at box office, I didn't look at any of that, but just when you think of a movie star... Of any era of movies, Tom Cruise is just, he's, he is the movie star. He's Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what character in this movie do you think is most deserving of a spinoff? And I'm going to take, I'm going to take Maverick, and I'm taking Rooster off the table, because I think Rooster's obviously the second lead. Um, I want to follow the old man at the bar who works there but doesn't own it. <laughs> Yeah, what's his what's his story? I don't know. I like him though. Yeah. Um, he's carrying beer, boxes of beer. I'm like, I like that guy. You think he's retired and like like I think, Penny, Penny I think he the job? Maybe the, I mean, I think he may be the previous owner. He sold it to Penny, but he's okay. just like he's probably not getting paid. Yeah, he's just showing up at his to work to work for free because yeah. he loves it. I want you know it kind of goes in line with this. And, you know, I said Jennifer Connelly didn't have uh, you know her role didn't, wasn't a lot to it, so the spinoff. Penny's Bar, the, what do they call that? Um, oh, what was it called? It was called the... Uh, the Flight Deck? Or? Flight Deck. It was called The Flight Deck. Uh, I want the Flight Deck movie, and it's um, it's a soft it, it's a soft remake of Cocktail. But it's set in the Flight Deck. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, yeah, maybe like um, maybe like payback. Something happens. He has a physical, and his eyes, his his eyes, his he, he can't fly. He gets grounded. He can't fly anymore. Yeah, it's brutal. Penny gives him a job. You know, hey, till you sort it out, and then he finds that he finds a love for not only bartending but flair bartending. But he actually loses all his vision. Oh, he's blocked. So he's tossing bottles by ear. Yes. And 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 just feel. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's a spinoff, but also a soft remake of Cocktail. Um, well, grade the title. Top Gun, Maverick. That might be one of the only things I'm not real thrilled with. I, I think they could have just called it Top Gun. Oh, but, you would have done... But, or they could have just called it Maverick. Yeah. Um, I think, I think if way, you just called it Maverick, I'm I'm s- s- slightly more on board with that. And you, and you still you still know enough. Uh-huh. Or Maverick, a Top Gun story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the first one's called Top Gun. Second one, it's a sequel. We all know what it is. And you just call it Maverick. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I've been fine with that. Yeah. Um, all right. You've seen them both. You love them both. You've seen the first one a hundred times. You've seen the second one two. You got to watch one again. You get you only have a hundred, and you only have two hours twelve minutes, which means you only get one of them completely through. Which do you watch first? I think I'm going uh, Top Gun Maverick. You know, I, I thought this is where Mike and I were going to diverge. I also would watch Top Gun Maverick first. I, I think Top Gun Maverick completely outdid Top Gun. It's a better movie. It's a better movie. Um, I I'm, I will never forget those characters. No. I will never forget Goose. And I will go back and watch Top Gun. But I do think Maverick is better. And at this point, I'm just watching Top Gun so I can get the Maverick. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm definitely... I, I know the question is if I can only watch one. Right. But... Joke's on you, Mark. I'm watching them both. <laughs> You'll watch them simultaneously. <laughs> they have almost the exact same runtime. You just put them up on two screens. Uh, yeah, I think... I mean, this movie has a 97% of Rotten Tomato. Most of the people, from those 74 from the original Top Gun, who knows if they're even still alive. They weren't even invited to watch the movie. Uh, Raj isn't with us anymore. But I think any complaints you had about the first one is corrected in this one. And then all the stuff you love from the first one is improved upon in this one. I gotta watch it a dozen more times. I mean, the, maybe the only thing I'll say Top Gun has is quotes, and that's only because I've seen it way more times. Yeah, I can say, you know, you know, you're egos, dangerous. Egos, your, your egos cashing yeah. checks, your, or your egos writing checks your bodies can't cash. Yeah, or you know, you can be, be my wingman anytime. You know, Need for Speed, all those things that we we love saying for the first one. It's just Talk I haven't seen this goes. one enough. But yeah. I watch it a dozen. Talk to me, Goose. I mean, talk about, you know, talk to me, Dad. Just, it pays off right there at the end. Um, yeah, it's just, I'm sure if I watch this a dozen times, there's going to be those lines that stick out and go, yeah, that, that, yeah, we're, we're saying that. Yeah. Um, do, okay. As you as you mentioned, watching Top Gun just to get to Maverick. Do you need to see the first Top Gun just to, to enjoy the second? I don't think so. Man, I think you could jump right in and just tear it up. They do so much... Filling you in, even showing you clips, that it's you get it. Yeah, yeah. You you want? I mean, 
Tom Cruise's picture board in his locker before he goes and does test piloting tells you everything you know about the first yeah. Top Gun. He's got all the pictures that you need. Um, yeah, I think you just throw on Top Gun Maverick and you you get the story. Yeah, yeah. Finally, Top Gun Maverick. Did we need it? Yes. You know, I've done a lot of like how much I like it, but then really, this is a philosophical question: Did we truly need Top Gun Maverick? No. Yeah, I'm so yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. This this movie is fantastic. It rose up the ranks to my top move, one of my top movies of 2022. One of my top movies of the decade. It's gonna be hard to beat this in the, in in the 20s. Do you think that this movie will get any Oscar buzz? I think it'll get tech. Oh, I think I think this movie will. I think much like um, how Dune, you know, got a lot of technical awards. I think this. I think this movie will kind of get those technical awards that I don't really think the Academy likes giving to the Marvel movies. So I think this goes right in there with like the sound editing and all that stuff. Yeah. But okay, is there? There's no actress in this movie that, that would get nominated. No. So now we're talking writing. So original screenplay. Best picture, actor, supporting actor. I don't... I think you could probably take supporting actor... I think you take actor out. I don't think they would give Tom Cruise an Oscar for this role. Uh, or any role. I, th- I think the cabinet has it after Tom Cruise for whatever reason. Miles Teller for supporting actor? Maybe? I could see a Miles Teller nomination. Yeah. They like to have fun with the supporting, too. Like, that's where, like, comedy will get it or horror yeah. gets it. I, I, think a, I think a Miles Teller could. Yeah. And would, in my mind, qualify. Yeah. Um... I think I think original screenplay certainly has got a chance. Yeah. Um, just the fact of what they did thirty years later. Sure. I think Tom Cruise was great, and you're right. The Academy hates him for some reason. Yeah. But I kind of. I mean, he should have got one for Fallout. I kind of wonder if he gets some sort of symbolic nomination. Sure. Maybe to the fact because. This movie very well may save save movie theaters. Yeah, you know, he, he, Tom Cruise has probably just saved movie theaters. Yeah, um, he was right to yell at those guys during COVID for not wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, um, he was. I don't think he gets nominated. I don't know about screenplay. I just feel like you know that's always one they save for like they want more artsy, artsy or, or very dialogue yeah. heavy. That's where like Quentin Tarantino. That's how he always gets his uh, you know Oscar nomination through there because they won't give it to him for director, possibly director, but I don't know. But this is a directing feat. This is done practically. Like you know, yeah, you just rigged up a bunch of cameras, but like you still did that. You you got the shots and it looks fantastic. I think it will get nominated for best picture. I think you get ten. Like I think yeah. this takes the Dune spot. I think this would be you know people were saying oh Spider Man should have been nominated this year. This is better than Spider Man, and I think this guy maybe fills in like the blockbuster. Yeah, I think role. I do. I think this movie's got a chance to buck some of the buck some of the Academy chance. Yeah. And if it went now, you can honor Tom Cruise that way because he's a producer on this film. Yeah, so he can get his Oscar that way. But yeah, I, I definitely think it's, it'll, it'll get some technical. Stuff you know, there's always like the summer blockbustery movie that gets into those the sound, the costume. I mean, yeah, right? Like somebody has to figure out those costumes and the helmets. Guillermo de Toro and, and Peter Jackson probably got movies coming out. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be, but yeah, costume. Yeah, maybe yeah. costume. Yeah, definitely tech. Definitely tech for sure. Yeah, but I mean, I just think like 
some it'll symbolically yeah. they 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 might have to give it a best picture nom yeah. and and yeah you get 10 like yeah and i think this year this last oscar i think i think they're starting to do a better job uh i don't know if i mentioned during the oscar season but there was like two i didn't see by the time the oscars rolled around but, but by the time the nominations were announced i'd already seen six like they did a much better streaming helps with that yeah. the fact that movies are coming to streaming so fast but i feel like they're starting to recognize like yes let's get streamers let's get movies that were actually in theater movies that are actually accessible to the audience maybe try to get people to watch the oscars so yeah i can see top gun being 10th movie uh in that nomination and yeah they, they should recognize tom work for tom cruise for saving cinema yeah 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 i mean this movie brought everyone back it did there, were, um, there was a, there was a lot of good articles about the dem- demographics of, of people that came to, sure. out to watch this movie and and it brought more of the group that was the most reluctant to return to cinemas than uh, any other movie had that was like the thirty five to forty five year old group sure. range or whatever was more re- there was some you know demographic that was very reluctant to return yeah. to theaters and I think it's because they're like why go to theater when I just watch at home maybe yeah. that's yeah maybe yeah. They were the last holdout. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was Top Gun Maverick. Rush out, see this. I'm sure you've already seen it, but if you need our endorsement, see it again. See it a dozen times. I want to go back and see it. Yeah, I've seen it twice, and I would absolutely entertain a third time. Yeah, at this point, at I mean, this point, if my options are Top Gun Maverick and the new Jurassic Park. I'll probably go see Top Gun Maverick again. Um. Yeah, so that'll do it for our episode. If you have thoughts on Top Gun Maverick, you can let us know. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, email, dbdgpodcast.com. Uh, rate, review, iTunes, Spotify. Spotify, you just go, you hit that five stars. Google Podcasts. Uh, we're going back to our theme. We did Candyman last week. It's oh, Sweet Treats Month here we go. in June. The announcement. June is when you get your sweet treats. I, I, thought, I thought long and hard about this. I had an extra week to think about this because we had Top Gun Maverick. Would I get cute with this? Would I find an actor that maybe invoke thoughts of sweet treats? Find little things where like, oh, but remember that cake scene in this movie? And I said, no, let's do, let's... Remember that cake scene? <laughs> let's, sweet treats. We know, we know what we're talking about here. We're doing the remake to the beloved children's film, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. We're going to do Charlie... And the Chocolate Factory, directed by Tim Burton, starring uh, Johnny Depp. Oh man! Yeah. Okay, we're going to a whole okay. treat factory. Okay, um, I've never seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but uh, as a child, I love Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I think I saw it once as an adult, and I still love that movie. So uh, okay. it'll be nice to revisit. Yeah, and, yeah, we're doing Johnny Depp's in the news. Um, I have avoided anything about that trial just because I I don't, don't care, care at yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, it's none of my business. But fine actor, kind okay. of a weird, kind of a weirdo actor. Kind of a Let's weird see, dude. Yeah, I think he's a weird dude. Yeah. So we're gonna do. We're finishing out Sweet Treats Month with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Until uh, then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remix. We're smoking the air. Yeah, here I thought we were special.